Hi, my name's Gronya, Gronya Smith, and I'm delighted that you could join me today. Today I'm going to be talking about family teamwork again, um, about coordinating effort, communication and so on. Coordination of effort can be a huge task in any situation, whether home or professional or a mix perhaps of family and professional. And the more people involved, the more important, effective all-round communication, collaboration and coordination becomes, especially when providing care for a vulnerable individual in the centre. Even more important when several teams of professionals are involved, as well as informal home caregivers. In professional teams, whether in a school or a hospital or a library perhaps, Appropriate training is given and a head teacher, matron or head librarian will be appointed after interviewing all applicants to oversee and lead the appointed team members. Now think of your own situation. Does everyone feel part of a team? No. What needs to change? Can every family member be an effective team member? What about great aunt Jemima, who is always certain she's absolutely right in all circumstances and will carry on regardless whatever? Some say she was simply born awkward. The first step is communication. Without everyone sitting down together, misunderstandings and mistakes are more likely to flourish and grow out of control. Therefore, if at all possible, get everyone in the household together to discuss their own observations and feelings. Who? Everyone involved in providing ongoing support, as well as everyone who shares the household, whether close family relations or perhaps a group of flatmates or close friends or a work team sharing accommodation. After discussion and agreement, sometimes closely involved professionals, perhaps a social worker or a community nurse, may be invited to these team meetings. No matter how young, a child needs reassurance and an explanation at the right level when they are affected by changes in a loved one's mood and behaviour. I'll quote one example. Peter was six and his lip was quivering as he said, Grandpa told me to get out of his way, I'm just a pest. He used to like doing Lego with me, liked to take me to football, liked when we went to the river to feed the ducks. I don't know why he doesn't love me anymore. And Dad said, Grandpa isn't feeling very well just now. He feels very, very tired and sometimes a bit cross and frustrated when his sore leg hurts and it won't do what he wants it to do. Andy can't get out golfing or walking anymore. Maybe you could get his book for him or read the sports page in his newspaper. What do you think? Is there anything you can think of that would help Grandpa and help him to feel better? What could be done to encourage good family teamwork? In a work situation, a staff meeting might be called, or in a home perhaps, it would be called a family forum 
or perhaps someone will come up with an original name for your own particular home team meeting. When? After discussing individual commitments, try to find a time that will suit everyone and meet together as a group, perhaps daily, if everybody can get together daily, or weekly, perhaps fortnightly or monthly. In today's busy world, everyone will have various commitments at work, social, studying, voluntary and leisure. And many home groups have discovered the benefits of putting up a home notice board, perhaps in the kitchen. Where could these meetings be held? Perhaps round a table or in the kitchen? Over juice and biscuits? On a fine day, perhaps outside in the garden? Or perhaps you have a special place in your home that you think of? First steps. Who will lead the meeting? In a formal meeting, usually one person leads the group or takes the chair to introduce discussions on a list of topics agreed before the meeting. As a home team, discuss who will lead these meetings, perhaps mum or dad, a grandparent or other relative, a special family friend or neighbour or even a supportive professional who may be asked for help when strong individual feelings makes a situation even more difficult. It might be mostly one person with others standing in when necessary. Or it may rotate with every member taking a turn. Appointing somebody to lead the group can be a very positive step forward. In formal meetings this might be called a chairperson or a leader. But what does a leader do? Welcome everybody first of all and acknowledge their efforts to be there. Outline the topics that people have noted on the home notice board. Ask for any extra topics which may be important and urgent. Discuss whether there's enough time to add them to a current list of topics or maybe better put them on the list for the next time. Working out rules for the meetings can be quite important too. Everyone of all ages should have an opportunity to talk about how they feel. Agree on the best starting time, say when you think the home team meeting will end, so that everyone can plan activities afterwards. For instance, work or personal interests, hobbies, maybe a favourite TV programme. After discussion, setting a time limit for individual contributions can help encourage everyone to stick to that agreed time limit. An egg timer may be used, or perhaps a couple of Lego pieces knocked together by the youngest member there to indicate time's up for an individual contribution. Perhaps the youngest person might be asked to act as a timekeeper holding up a hand or other agreed signals such as Lego to show when the individual time is up. Ask before the meeting day for topics that people want discussed. Ask them to write them down on a list, perhaps on the home notice board. No matter how small any matter may seem, if someone has raised it, don't ignore it. If it matters to someone, it's affecting their life and their feelings. Discuss and agree group rules. For instance, no mobile phones, 
no computers on or games or any other distractions. Why? Family members' welfare and home life are much more important than any game. Then try to encourage a calm atmosphere. If and when things get a bit heated, suggest a five-minute break. Try to keep to agreed discussion topics. Ask for only one voice speaking at a time. It makes it easier for everyone and especially important for anyone with hearing problems. No interruptions when someone is talking. Everyone will get their turn. Consider all suggestions. Ideas may range from serious to funny and completely over the top. These can often lift the mood of a meeting. Encourage discussion of different perspectives and pros and cons for courses of action. Encourage young people and quieter team members. Where no agreement can be reached, add the topic to next meeting list for discussion and discuss and set the date of the next meeting. Then ask for feedback on the meeting that's just over. What went well? What might be better next time? Perhaps make a list on a paper with a happy face of what went really well and another piece of paper with a sad face this time for another list of things that might be done differently another time. Discussion of what went wrong and possible ways of doing things differently next time. Finally, view very important encouraging words. For instance, I really appreciate it when you do such and such, like washing up. Or thanks for helping. I noticed when you did such and such. All too often, we only comment when things go wrong and we notice when things are not to our liking. So try to view, give a few very important encouraging words to anything you've noticed. Topics for family team discussion. What helps individual members and the team leader? For instance, sharing relevant information. Why, when, where and how is it going to help people? looking after and supporting each other through tough times, showing appreciation and recognition when people are doing their best. A sense of humour can really help. Being compassionate and considerate. Realistic expectations. Admit mistakes when they happen. Everyone makes mistakes and can learn from them. Being positive as much as possible. Try to look on the bright side and deal with the other side when necessary. Signs of relapse, for instance, in schizophrenia or with someone addicted to alcohol or drugs, perhaps, it's often one of the most helpful parts of having a home team around. Creating coordinated care and responses to difficult behaviour and discussing individual home team observations can be really helpful in creating good all-round support for family team members, as well as for the person with the long-term health condition. Depending on the health condition involved and the individual home situation, the reactions of the vulnerable person at the centre 
Discussion round the table of individual observations and situations, feelings and reactions too, can be very helpful and supportive and may even sometimes help avoid a major relapse. A couple of individual examples. Personal stress can be connected with a very wide range of events, situations, stress that may affect different people in different ways may be linked to situations at home or at work or school in social or work situations and often appears to be a common factor in triggering difficult symptoms and behaviour and individual stress may trigger a relapse. How can a family team help a loved one through a relapse? Every individual is different and stressful situations may be triggered by all sorts of personal factors and feelings. And each relapse may be different from any other. Just one example. When James was diagnosed with schizophrenia in his late teens, his family found much support and reassurance from friends who'd experienced the same condition in their own family and were able to direct James's family to relevant information and a website and a helpline of a relevant national charity. They said, most of the time he eats with us, takes part in family activities, but when he's heading for a relapse, he stops eating with us, stayed in his room most of the time. And we've seen it so often over the last years. When he's going to relapse, he doesn't believe in the diagnosis, doesn't think he needs medication, and he stops taking it. As a single carer in a very different situation with my daughter Jay, who was struggling with anorexia and bulimia binge purge type, I too began to recognise a pattern of progress for a while followed by a setback and returned to self-starvation, then getting rid of all sustenance she'd had to swallow, followed by a more settled period when she fought the twin demons anorexia and bulimia and began to eat a balanced diet again. Gradually, the settled periods of self-control extended. Setbacks grew shorter until Jay was back in firm control of her eating habits and also in control of her behaviour, which also deteriorated when she relapsed. More information on our individual situation in my first book, Anorexia in Bulimia in the Family, published by Wiley quite a few years ago. So how can home team members help prevent relapse? Find times when your loved one is coping well and you can talk about their progress, stressing any positive efforts they've made which you've noticed. Talk about how much you appreciate their efforts and the personal difficulties they've had to overcome. Praise wherever you can. Check what they feel has helped most to bring about that good progress and anything that really doesn't help them. Find out how family members and friends can recognise early signs of relapse and find out how best family and close others can help if they recognise signs of relapse. And this is where a regular family forum can be really valuable. 
Recognising a repeating pattern leading to possible relapse can lead to discussion of how to lessen and possibly avoid relapse in the future and how best to offer support and help. Reassurance of home care support through difficult times at a family forum as well as those good times being emphasised and discussed can play a great and very important part in rebuilding the confidence of a vulnerable individual. And without that essential teamwork and discussion, unfortunately, little is likely to change for the better. Communication is a very important key, and it will be the topic of podcast seven. I do hope you'll be able to join me again then.